Good evening. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a pleasure and an honor to be with you this evening. Glory to God, our midweek service. It's uh, Wednesday already to the glory of God, and we're excited to be able to uh, come into your homes and be able to share a word, uh, an encouraging word with you this evening that it's going to, I mean, it's going to touch you. I know for a fact that it's going to touch you in a mighty and powerful way. But glory to God, we um, we want to, I, I want to open this evening in Psalms 37. Psalms 37, and then after I read this, we'll go into uh, prayer. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. If we would be at church, I would tell you if you're there, say amen, but uh, I'm believing that you're there already. Praise God. Psalms 37. Listen to what it says in the word of God in verse number one. It says, do not be agitated or fret by evildoers. Do not envy those who do wrong. For they wither quickly like grass and wilt like tender green plants. But verse number three says, trust in the Lord and do what is good. Dwell in the land alive security and live securely. Glory to God. Verse number four says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desire. Glory to Jesus. Trust in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desire, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act, making your righteousness shine like the dawn, your justice like noonday. Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Glory to God. Do not be agitated by the one who prospers in his way, by the man who carries out evil plans. Refrain from anger and give up your rage. Do not be agitated. It can only bring harm. Glory to God. I love verse number seven when it says, be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Glory to God. Are we waiting and expectantly for him? Hallelujah. Do we have a spirit of expectation? Glory to God uh, for the return of his son, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Let's go to, let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we Thank you so much for this day, Lord. Father, we thank you for your blessings, Lord. Father, we thank you for your promises, Lord, that we find in your word, Lord, that we could hold on to, that we could grip on to, Lord Jesus, especially a time like this, Lord. But Father, we thank you, Lord, for those promises, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, the, the spirit of expectation, Lord Jesus, that we have inside of us, Lord, for the return of your son, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. I pray for every person that is... Uh, watching us and listening to us tonight, Lord, I declare in the name of Jesus that their lives will be transformed through the word of God. In Jesus' holy name, amen and amen. Hey, we want to thank each and every one of you that uh, are sending in your, your tithes and, and your offerings um, online or on the um, at the mailbox at the church. Let me give you the uh, the address for the church. And the address for the church is in Miami Springs. It's 81 Hook Square, 81 Hook Square, the city of Miami Springs, Florida. And the zip code is 33166, 33166. For those of you that uh, usually give online to the glory of God, continue to give online, wordoffaithglobal.org, wordoffaithglobal.org. Uh, again, we thank you. 
uh, for your faithfulness. We thank you for your tithes and your offering. And we can continue to move forward with the uh, ministry, even though we're not there in the uh, building, but the ministry continues to move forward to the glory of God. Hallelujah. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for every person that is giving tonight, Lord. Father, that they're giving their tithes or their offerings, Lord. We bless them, Lord, in Jesus' name. And, uh, Father, we speak increase, Lord, in their life, Lord. We speak increase, Lord, in their finances, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for that, and we give you the glory, and we give you everything that belongs to you, Lord. Everything that belongs to you, Lord. And as we are obedient to your word, Father, and, uh, Father, you will take care of the devourer on our behalf, Lord. And Father, that's a promise that we can hold on to, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Glory to God. Well, praise God. Uh, we have um, uh, this evening a special guest. Pastora Yvette, uh, she's coming. Uh, glory to God. There's a, a beautiful word that the Lord has given her for tonight. A beautiful study. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad that I'm the guest speaker. You are the guest speaker. <laughs> you are the guest keeper. Glory to you. The gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. The glory to God. Um, Pastora has a lot of material, so I, I pray that you have a brand new pen ay, ay, ay. and that you have enough <laughs> sheets in your notebook because you're going to use them, okay? The other thing that I'm going to say is um, I, I know that you're going to give this uh, uh, tonight, this study tonight, but I'm sure that there's going to be more yeah. that you still want to give. So uh, I am sure that there will be a part two. Uh, it, you know, if the Lord leads her, it's going to be a part two. I just want to make sure that you send some comments, you know, let us know if you have enjoyed this study. But I know that it's going to be a blessing to each and every one of you Amen. that are watching and listening tonight. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the word of God. Glory it's not God. because I'm giving it. It's all I am, him. I am going to walk away and I'm going to leave you the pulpit. You're it's going to be all yours today. It's going to be all yours tonight. It's going to be all yours today. Listen, I pray God I was behind the scenes getting everything ready and it's kind of neat so that you know, I can at least get control over what's happening over there. And I already saw some folks on. I saw Hallelujah. our cousin Mara's on. Praise God. And Praise God. My sister Yanni and brother Victor's on. Bladies and Stan and yes. uh, Iris. And um, I saw, I, yeah, I saw Stan and I saw um, Josie. I saw Josie on Instagram. So yeah, praise the Lord. Oh, yeah, praise amen. God. So We're I know excited. that they're 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 coming on. They're coming on. We realize that you know. I know it's kind of sort of like uh, dinner time Yeah. Uh, around this time. For those of you that eat around this time, there's some that folks that eat earlier, <clears throat> keto-friendly people. Uh, and so, but listen, bring your cameras, your, I mean, your your iPads, your iPads and your, your computers, computers whatever or whatever, and just gather around the table. And Take just, it to the table. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It, it'll be your physical food, and then yes. this is your spiritual, spiritual. food. How's that? But get ready. I'm telling you, get ready to take notes. Okay. Praise it's going to be intense. Thank you so much. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank I'm you ready. for the introduction. I'm, I'm excited. Wow, I feel like Hallelujah. I'm in church. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm so looking forward to getting together again when all of this is said and done and everything is lifted. And oh, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I'm going to take a sip of water because I know it's going to be really rushed today. But. I can't wait for uh, getting together once again. I know that many of you that go to your churches and you miss your people, you miss uh, 
your pastors and you miss your friends. And I'm sure that the kids miss their Sunday schools and, and their kids church and all of that. So it is what it is, but you know what? This too shall pass is what I continue to say uh, to folks that we've been uh, talking to and stuff. So, but yes, uh, pastor is right. I do have a lot of material today and as the Lord would lead, I am very certain that, um, uh, there will be other other studies similar to these. I do have, I, I've got to say, I shared with a couple of, uh, of my sisters, I shared with uh, Charlotte and I shared with Yanni that, you know, sometimes your brain is on just overload uh, with not just information, but with so much that you want to share. And I, I know that many of you that um, you know, sometimes teach or or, or want to share something or something's happening and all of a sudden you like, you're on this overload mode where you want to just deposit so much information, you know, on people that you tend to either talk really fast or you tend to forget certain pieces of, of information. And I don't want that to happen. What I want to happen tonight is that you gather your notes together, that you gather your Bibles together, and you jot down a lot of scripture that I'm going to give you today. Now, this is more of a teaching rather than a preaching per se, but the preacher in me might come out every so often. So praise God um, that, you know, that, that that happens so I can flow in both. I see that uh, Pastor Marcia is on and Iris Solaris is on and Odalis is on. Praise be to God. Thank you for joining us. But listen, let's let me let me share this with you. As a South Floridian, as a born and raised Miamian, we know that hurricane season always begins June 1st. We know that uh, all South Floridians can can tell you that off the bat. Soon, it's already coming into May, so very soon, actually, we're going to be hearing more and more about how to be prepared in the event of a threatening hurricane. And this is not just South Florida. This is obviously other areas. Year after year, South Floridians, Miamians, uh, those that are in the Keys and all throughout Florida and other areas are warned to prepare properly, okay? And as the the topic the the tropics begin to brew, you see newscasters and meteorologists uh, start to communicate the possibility of a strike. And I always I always laugh at the fact, and I know that many of you do that. Meteorologists go uh, like right in the middle of it raining and windy and everything, and they take the video. And you know it, it might be like twenty mile an hour winds, but they want to be out there and they want to show you what the wind looks like, and it's kind of funny. But at times, we see those that take the warnings seriously and others, not so much. Others, not so much. Many are so used to uh, hearing the warnings uh, and the threats year after year after year that they get to a place where they become immune uh, to the warnings and the heatings, and they no longer heed the advice of the meteorologists and the experts. So what I want to tell you today is that something else has been brewing, but not in the tropics. There's something that's getting ready to take place in the heavenlies, whether you're ready 
or not. One that has been predicted since biblical times. And for those of you that saw a little post that I posted on our social media a little while ago, uh, you all know what the topic is that I'm going to be talking to you about. And those of you that shared it, I appreciate that so very much. I pray that you have watch parties right now and that you're sharing this message as well, because I believe with all my heart, Pastor and I believe with all our heart that this is a message that every church should be teaching and preaching on. We need to be informed. Okay. So today what I want to do is I want to bring you a teaching on the catching away, the catching away, better known today as the rapture, the rapture. It can also be known as the gathering together. And it's, it's, it's known to have different sayings or different phrases, I should say. But for the most part, the catching away or the rapture is the most common. Now, again, I want you to right now get your Bibles. If you don't have it yet, I want you to grab your notes, get your highlighters, get your pens, and we're going to begin. So I've entitled uh, this teaching message, Ready or Not, Here He Comes. Ready or Not, Here He Comes. Uh, there, there's more and more interest these days in the teachings of eschatology. And eschatology is basically the end time events, end time uh, teachings on end time events. The church needs to be informed. Listen, listen closely. The church, I'm not talking about the four walls. I'm talking about the church. We, the body of Christ and churches also need to teach and to be informed and well-versed on end-time prophecies, okay? We cannot, we cannot, I can tell you right now, I can't stress enough that we cannot afford to be ignorant or choose to close our eyes to teachings such as these because Jesus himself said to watch, to watch, to be watchful and watch therefore. There was a few months ago that I gave a, a message on precisely that, on how Jesus said, watch therefore. And I gave an explanation on that. You can always go back to our uh, wordoffaithglobal.org uh, website and catch our messages there. But many people believe it or not, are actually afraid to learn more about end time events, or they have a fear of reading the book of Revelation. Have you ever heard of someone uh, saying that they don't want to read the book of Revelation because A, they don't understand it, or B, they're afraid of it, uh, or C, it's just way too confusing uh, but I, I'm here to tell you that the book of Revelation is the only book in the Bible that holds a blessing, listen, a blessing according to Revelation 1-3 for those who hear the words of the prophecy and heed the things which are written on, in it for the time is near. That's exactly what it says in Revelation 1-3. So it, it holds a blessing for those who hear the words. And, and it's interesting because throughout uh, the message that Jesus gives to the seven churches, he says, he who has ear to hear, 
may he hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. So it, it kicks off from the very beginning in verse three of, of, book of the book of Revelation in chapter one, that there is a blessing for those who hear the words of the prophecy, because the book of Revelation is a prophetic book. But not only that, it takes it a step further and says, and heed the things which are written in it for the time is near. Kind of sort of like what I just mentioned about the meteorologists who want us to heed the warnings. Because if we do not heed the warnings, we could be caught without being ready. And we could be swept, you know, and the foundation be torn. So listen very carefully. One must be ready well-prepared, studious, steadfast, and looking with expectation for his return. And Pastor just said that in his prayer at the beginning. And looking with expectation for his return. And I don't know about you, but I often sit in my backyard and, and I have a very beautiful uh, scenery where I can see a lot of trees and everything. And I can see the beautiful blue sky. And on a clear day, I just sit out there and I... I just pray and and I look out to the clouds and I look out uh, to the stars at night and and I just pray to the Lord and I I tell him I tell him Lord I have such a spirit of expectation to to see you come back. I have such a spirit sometimes it's I'm almost giddy with that spirit of expectation. We ought to live in that in that um in that way in that form. So for years, we've been hearing that Jesus is coming. For years, many continue, continue to heed the advice while others have grown indifferent. So how many times have you tried to witness to somebody and, you know, you might say Jesus loves you and all of that. And you might even say Jesus is coming back and they, they shrug you off or they, yeah, you know, I've been hearing that for years. And nothing has happened. But make no mistake, Jesus is, is returning for his bride, the church. Can I get an amen? I want to I wanna start seeing some of those amen hallelujahs with the hands up and everything because it motivates me to know that you are really listening to this message and that you're hearing what the Spirit of God is saying to you this evening. So can I get some amens out there? Hallelujah. So some would argue that the word rapture in that the word uh, uh, rapture in the Bible, the word uh, rapture is not in the Bible. Now, let me explain. The word rapture okay, is not found in the English translation of the New Testament. I want you to understand that, because if you're trying to argue the fact and I hope that you aren't arguing um, these these points with people because there's no point in really having an argument about this. Uh, you present uh, to, to folks um, the truth and the fact of the matter that this is what the word of God says, but there's really no point in arguing. However, just so that you know, the actual word rapture is not found in the English translation of the New Testament. The Greek word Paul used for the phrase caught up is harpazo. And many of you that have studied the Bible and studied the word of God and listened to preachings, you know this. But for those of you that don't, this is new information and you can write it down. So the, the, the use of the phrase that Paul uh, teaches or, sh or shows here caught up 
is harpazo, meaning to snatch away or catch away using force. Okay, so imagine that, at, uh, 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 grabbing something and with force, snatching it away. So that's, that's the meaning of that phrase. So it implies a sudden seizing of something and is uh, used to describe a thief who comes in and snatches the goods from someone secretly. And that coincides with scripture verses. Amen. Now, let me explain something to you today. There are three schools of thought uh, when it comes to the rapture, the coming, the catching away or the gathering together. Three schools of thought. Again, some of you may know this. Some of you, it'll be a refresher so that you can better understand and get a grasp of this. But point number one, or the uh, a school, the schools of thought. Okay, when it comes to the rapture, are number one pre-trib or pre-tribulation. Okay, now the pre-tribulation position is that of Jesus returning for believers before. Before beginning the beginning of the seven year tribulation or very near in the beginning. So for your for you folks that are jotting down notes reference uh, Revelation 4 1 and 2 now I am not going to read every single scripture that I'm going to reference today. I will read several however I'm going to shoot you these references so that you later can study them on your own. Okay so once again, pre-trib or pre-tribulation is one of the schools of thought. And this is pre. So it is believed that Jesus comes for his bride, his church, before the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. Okay? Or very, very near the beginning of it. And the second school of thought is mid-trip or mid-tribulation. And this view is one that teaches that the rapture or the catching away will occur at some point in the middle of the seven-year tribulation, thus placing the timing within the period of Revelation 11, 12, and 13. So jot those scripture down and you can read them later. Uh, point number three or school of thought number three is post-trib, post-trib, post-tribulation. What this view teaches is that there is one return of Christ and that's, and that's at the end or in the conclusion of the seven-year tribulation, thereby placing the event at his return to rule on earth and that it's found in Revelation 19. Now, this is all very interesting for us to note and to understand. If you if you look at those three schools of thought, everyone here believes that there will be because there will be a seven year tribulation. Okay. Now, for the purpose of today's teaching, we're going to teach on uh, the pre from the pre tribulation stance, as that is what we believe will take place. We've been preaching this for years in our church at Word of Faith Global Ministries. Many of you have been our, our students in the past when we have studied the book of Revelation at length. 
and we studied the book of Daniel and we studied uh, pre-tribulation, uh, the pre-tribulation stance. So this is what we truly believe. And that is where this teaching is going today. So before we begin, we must know and uh, understand the difference, okay, listen closely, the difference between the catching away or the rapture and his second coming, also known as the second advent, okay? Understand this. These two should not be confused. These two should not be confused. Rapture is the first of the two comings. Not a coming to earth, uh, but it's in the air, okay? We're going to look at scripture in just a moment, okay? When Christ meets the saints in the air, he takes them back to heaven with him and presents them before the Father's throne, okay? Where we will remain uh, during the time that the tribulation is running its course here on this earth. And uh, you can jot down, First uh, Thessalonians 3.13 and John uh, 14, the marriage supper of the Lamb and the judgment seat of Christ takes place in heaven while the seven-year tribulation is happening on earth. Okay, let me repeat that. The marriage supper of the Lamb, and that is something that I really want to uh, teach on at some point in time. And the judgment seat of Christ is another thing that I'd like to uh, teach on. Uh, takes place in heaven while the seven-year tribulation is happening here on earth. We had uh, uh, some folks call us the other day uh, from our church, and um, we we uh, got into a... Um, uh, uh, a conversation, a wonderful conversation regarding the marriage supper of the Lamb and the ju judgment seat of Christ. And I'm telling you what, I get super excited, but super excited uh, how, you know, people are hungry to know and to understand and to learn more of scripture. And so I, I love it. And if I, listen, I'm not saying I know all the answers, but I'll tell you what, if I don't know the answer, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to search for it. I'm going to, I'm going to look front and back and in between and anywhere I can find so I can give you the um, the answer to it. But uh, just as an FYI, uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, on Facebook, on Facebook, our media director, uh, Jen, uh, is giving out these scripture references. So if you later on didn't catch any of these, you can either see this again, or you can go to Facebook and you can see these scripture references that I'm uh, shooting out to you today. Um, so I, I want to go back because I'm not sure if I gave you the scripture reference when I talked about um, that these these two um, these two should not be confused the rapture and the second advent okay and so the scripture verses that I want you to look at there um, uh, where where Jesus presents us before the Father's throne at the rapture and that that's where we're gonna be we're gonna be remaining. Um, uh, during uh, the time of the tribulation, it's running uh, its course here on earth. First Thessalonians 3.13. I don't think I gave that to you, but if I did, excuse me for that. But First Thessalonians 3.13 and John 14, 1 through 3. And that's being put up on our screen as well. Then the second coming or the second advent, as some people know it as well. 
um, after the tribulation, Christ and the saints leave heaven to come down to the earth. And you can find that in Revelation 19. Revelation 19. So the rapture is the time Christ comes for the saints to take us to heaven. The second coming is the time when he comes to earth, to the earth, together with the saints. Okay? So if that makes sense, give me, give me a thumbs up and give me an amen and a hallelujah with that. Now, Paul received several revelations, several revelations. And among them uh, were some of, for example, the mystery of the resurrection. Uh, I would absolutely love to go into these. However, if I do, then we're going to be here till tomorrow. So here are some scripture verses for you to take home with you. The mystery of the resurrection, 1 Corinthians 15. That's one of the several revelations that Paul received. Then uh, he also received the mystery of how the Gentiles would be grafted into the new covenant that's found in Romans 11. And I have been, uh, I, I believe that the Lord has just been uh, uh, birthing in my, in my spirit a uh, series entitled uh, Grafted In. And, and I, I'm praying about that. But that is a beautiful, beautiful uh, picture of what God wanted to do with uh, not just the Jewish uh, people and the Israelites, but also with the Gentile nation. So this is another mystery that Paul re received and found that's found in Romans 11. And that is the mystery of how the Gentiles would be grafted in into the new covenant. Then Paul also received the mystery of iniquity and the coming Antichrist. And that's found in 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12. 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12. And then another revelation or a mystery that Paul received was that of the catching away of the saints. And that is in 1 Thessalonians 4. 16 through 18. So this evening, I want us to go to the book of First Thessalonians, and I want us to turn to chapter 4. And we're going to begin in verse 13. We're going to go through, just so you can jot it down, 18, and then chapter 5, uh, going to verse 1 and through 11, and we're going to read, okay? Hallelujah. Are you there? Say amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13 through 18 says, But we do not want you to be uninformed. I just said it a moment ago. You don't want to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, God will bring him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. And this is obviously not people who are falling asleep. No, this is talking about people who have passed on or died. Verse 15, for this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself 
will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Can I get a hallelujah to that? Now, if you go to chapter number five, beginning in verse one through 11, it says, now as to the times and the epochs or the seasons, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night. While they are saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly like labor pains upon a woman with child and they will not escape. Verse four, but you brethren, you brethren, those that are listening out here today, you are not in darkness that the day would overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of light and sons of day. We are not of night nor of darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us be alert and sober. For those who sleep do their sleeping at night and those who get drunk, drunk at night. But since we are all, we are of the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of, breastplate of faith and love and, a, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath. Listen, God has not destined us for wrath. I'm going to talk a little bit about that in just a minute but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, glory to God, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we will live together with him. Therefore, once again, he says this, encourage one another and build up one another, just as you also are doing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can I get some amens and some glory to God? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise be to God. I think I'm getting a lot of uh, a lot of feedback. I can't see them all, but I I praise God for for you all giving feedback. But first off, first off, I want you to note something of great significance. This is very important for us to know because I have good news. Good, good news for you. Good news for those of us who believe and live rightly for God. I'm really not talking about those that don't, those that don't believe. So that's why this message is really going out too, because I want those that don't believe to believe. Can I get an amen? Because I want them to be saved. God wants them to be saved. Amen. But I want you to note something that's of great significance and it's good news. And that is that we are not appointed to wrath. We are not appointed to wrath. Glory to God. First Thessalonians 5, 9 says, For God has not destined us for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, 
so that whether we are awake or asleep, we will live together with him. Glory to God. The prophet Nahum in Nahum 1-2 declares that God's wrath is reserved for his enemies. God's wrath is reserved for his enemies. In Romans 1.18, Paul states that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. So you see, it's reserved for unrighteous men who suppress the truth of the truth in unrighteousness. Also in Colossians 3, 6, God's wrath comes upon the children of disobedience. Also in 1 Thessalonians 1.10, Paul says that Christ has delivered us from the wrath to come. Over and over again, we see this throughout scripture. Luke 21.36, which is something that I told our church a couple of months ago before all of this uh, crisis started happening. And I believe I shared it with them uh, on Luke 21, 36, that I've been praying this every single night before I go to bed. Every single, as a matter of fact, you're going to think I'm one of the weirdest people ever. But I have a reminder on my phone with this scripture verse. And I look at it before I go to bed every single night and I pray this. And look what, look what Luke 21, 36 says. Jesus said, but keep on the alert or watch. Therefore, in the King James Version, it says at all times. When? Some of the times? No, it's at all times praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Can I get a glory to God for that? I pray that every single night I, I come before the Lord and I say, Lord, if I have failed you in any way, shape or form today, forgive me. And Lord, I, I want to be alert and I want to be uh, watchful, Father, because I want to be counted worthy, worthy. I want to be counted worthy, God, to escape the wrath that is to come and to stand before the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Now, going back. Uh, to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4, uh, verses 15 through 18, uh, contain one of the first of several new revelations that Paul releases to the church. It says, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord and so far, that is us who are here today, that we are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord, which we don't know when that is, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. In other words, it's, we, won't, we won't come first. It will be those that have fallen asleep already who are right now in the presence of God, the, the righteous saints who have gone to be with the Lord prior to us, as we are still living here on this earth. That's what that means. Verse 16 says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. Can I hear somebody say shout? With the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God. I am going to teach on that soon. And the dead in Christ will rise first. I just told you that, right? Then we who are alive and remain 
It says, we who are alive and remain will be caught up together. There's that phrase, caught up, which is harpazo, and it is rapture. We'll be raptured together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we shall always be with the Lord, therefore comfort one another with these things. I want to stop here a second, and I want you to understand, kind of doing a rewind in my mind uh, uh, with regards to the to the not to confuse the the two comings in other words the rapture and the second advent or the second coming of the lord because in the rapture or the catching away of the saints jesus does not touch ground jesus does that in the second coming in the second coming at the end at the end of the seven year tribulation where at that point we who have gone to be with the lord in the rapture and the saints who have fallen asleep died before us we will come together with him okay and then this is one thing that that uh, uh, also i, I want to teach on i told you a minute ago that my brain was on full mode right so i, I don't want to go off on a little rabbit trail here but what i want you to understand is that at that second coming the second advent that is when jesus steps into jerusalem and there's going to be a mighty earthquake let me tell you and then he will he will defeat the enemy and he will establish his kingdom here on earth can i get a glory to god are you looking forward to that i am so looking forward to that praise be to god so i wanted to distinguish those two in a moment in just a uh, for you to for for some clarification because the catching away or the rapture Jesus not doesn't come to earth he meets us up in the air he catches us we are caught up in the air and we will be with the Lord forever and it says in verse 18 therefore comfort one one another with these things and that has been ringing in my ear now for months that we ought to comfort one another with these words yes Paul was telling the church in Thessalonica, the, the Thessalonican church, he was encouraging the brothers and sisters during that time uh, with these words. But we too need to take it to heart and we need to encourage each other with these words as well. Why? Because it's the hope of glory. It's what we have to look forward to. The second coming, the the the, the rapture of the rapture of the of the church, the millennial kingdom. We have to look forward to these things. So therefore, we must comfort each other with these things. If you think that we are just to be here and, and live on this earth and one day and be good and everything, and then one day die and go to heaven and just have a kumbaya with Jesus, and that's it, it's the end of the story. I have news for you. There's so much more. There's so much more. And so I just get overly excited when it comes to things like this. Because I want you to understand that he is our hope of glory. And we need to look forward to his coming. His receiving us to himself because we are the bride of Christ. And I'm going to pause for a moment. And if you're watching this, and if you have no clue what I'm talking about, and you have, you have never heard this teaching before, and maybe you're not living right with God. Today's the day that you need to get right with God. Because there's going to come a day. There's going to come a day where we're not going to be here any, any longer. Those that will remain here alive will disappear one day. Will disappear one day. I'm going to touch on that in just a minute. I don't want to get ahead of myself. 
But I'm telling you right now, if you're watching, if you just tuned in or for a few minutes you just tuned in, you've not, got no clue what this woman is talking about. I'm here to tell you that one day Jesus is going to come for those that are living right before him. Those that are walking straight with him. Those that are righteous. Those that have been sanctified. Those that have been washed by the blood of Jesus. And they've accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And have lived their lives uh, uh, pleasing God. I'm telling you, he's going to come back for us. And he's going to take us to heaven. To a beautiful place in paradise. To be with him forever. And we're going to come back to this earth. In, for, to establish, for Jesus to establish his kingdom here on earth. We're going to come back with him. Now, do you want to be on that side of the fence? Or do you want to be separated from God? For eternity. Listen, eternity is eternity. It's eternal. It's forever. Forever and ever and ever. And it doesn't end. And there is a place called the lake of fire. There is a place that is that is reserved for the devil and, and, and his cohorts. It's not, it's not even reserved for us. God did not create that place for us. He created it for the devil and, and the enemy. But if you refuse, God gives us God gives us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity because he's a gracious God. He's a graceful God. He's a merciful God. He, he is loving. He is compassionate. But I'm here to tell you one more thing too, that if he tries to reach you and you continue to just turn away from him and you continue to go the opposite direction or you continue to mock him or you continue to mock the things of God and the things of the spirit I'm here to tell you that there's gonna come a day where he's gonna come for the church for his bride those that are on fire for Jesus and I'm telling you we're not gonna be here any longer and then then what are you gonna do then what are you gonna do so if you're watching me today and that's you and you're thinking, well, what am I supposed to do? I want you to open up your heart right now, right this minute and say, Jesus, I, I want to go with those that go with you. I don't want to end up in the lake of fire. I don't want to end up in Hades with the enemy and with unbelievers. I want to end up with you. If that's you, would you just right there where you're at? Just say, Jesus, I, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me for, for mocking you. Forgive me for my unbelief. Forgive me for not believing. I, I, want, I want what that lady on that screen is saying. I want you to, when you come, Jesus, for, for your church, when you come for those that live righteously for you, I want to be caught in those. You tell them right now where you're at and you say, I want, I want to be there, Lord. I want to be there, Lord. So forgive me. Come into my heart and come into my life. Holy Spirit, tell them right now, Holy Spirit, teach me the word of God, the way I'm supposed to, the way I'm supposed to know it. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, if you prayed that for the first time in your entire life, shoot us a message, shoot us a, 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 a private message. And I'm here to tell you that if you live rightly before God, you plug in, you, if you're in Miami Springs and you're, you're in the city of Miami Springs in that vicinity, plug into our church, Word of Faith Global Ministries. And I'm here to tell you that you'll have a, 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 a family of believers that will love you unconditionally, that will, that will guide you, and that will show you the way of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Going back to the study here, 
this evening. Jesus himself gave several predictions directly and also through parables of his ascension to heaven and eventual return to receive his people to himself. That where he is, we may be also. And you can find that in John 14, 1 through 3, Jesus himself said that. Jesus also compared the signs of his return to the times and events in the days of Noah and Lot. And in parables such as the ten virgins, Luke 17, 26 through 36, and Matthew 25, 1 through 12. Those are written up on your screen in Facebook. So he makes a way of escape for those who are righteous. Jesus warned people to be watchful and to pray with the intention that his return would not catch us sleeping or unprepared or too consumed with the cares of this world. I spoke a little bit about that a couple of months ago as well. Mark 13, 33 through 37. That's the reference there. Now, God also reveals things to us through types and shadows. Types and shadows, meaning that many things in the Old Testament are revealed in the New. Amen? Uh, or, or are even um, uh, uh, completed, if you will, for lack of a better word right now in my mind, uh, revealed and, 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 uh, and also com the completion of them in the New. But a great example of the catching away or the rapture, if you will, is in the story of Enoch. And you can find that in Genesis 5, 24, uh, who Enoch was a righteous man. He walked with God. And then Enoch was taken to heaven without ever dying, without ever dying before the flood. Amen. So again, you can find that in Genesis 5, 24. I believe that Enoch is going to be speaking ahead here in the book of Revelation. We're not going to touch on that today, but I, I believe that Enoch uh, will be, or it, Enoch will be one of the two witnesses in the book of Revelation. Now, you see, something being snatched, uh, catched or caught away or raptured from one location to another is nothing new. Uh, something similar occurred with Philip, if you all recall, in the book of Acts, when he was led by the Spirit to Gaza, where he was able to share the good news of the gospel to a eunuch who happened to be reading from Isaiah. And that that's that's what the eunuch was reading from Isaiah. He had no idea what uh, who uh, in the book of Isaiah who the prophet was talking about. And so Philip gets Get, Philip gets led by the Spirit to go to Gaza and speak to this unit to to uh, to um, reveal the uh, the revelation of what he was reading to the eunuch. He gets saved. He gets baptized. He baptizes the eunuch. And now listen to this. He immediately gets snatched by this Holy Spirit and taken supernaturally to Azotus. In Acts 8, you can find that story. It's fascinating to me. It's absolutely fascinating to me that imagine for a moment you're 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 in one location and the spirit of God leads you elsewhere and he snatches you away and he takes you somewhere into a far off land where someone is reading scripture and they're not understanding. 
And Jesus wants you to explain the, the verses to them and get them saved. Glory to God. Also, in the days of Noah, Noah predicted the flood, built an ark. People mocked him and didn't believe. Listen, people mocked him and didn't believe. We get that a lot these days, don't we? Yet, when the actual day came, when the actual day of the flood came, Noah and his family were safe in the ark while the unbelievers perished. Okay? In the days of Lot, the angel of the Lord came to give a warning that Sodom and Gomorrah was to be destroyed due to sin. There was sin in that area. Lot and his family, for the exception of Lot's wife, which we all know looked back and turned into a pillar of salt, but Lot and his family, his daughters were saved. So those left behind were perished or perished. So you see, you understand these types and these shadows. It's, it's, it's very, uh, very interesting how they coincide with what we're talking about today. Now let's go ahead and let's look at 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, and we're going to go to verse 51 through 55, and it says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound. And the dead will be raised, imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable must put on the imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. Verse 54 says, but when this perishable will have put on the imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then will come about the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Hallelujah. Now, there's much here to say here with regards to the last trump. Uh, but that will have to be for another time and another teaching. But I want you to look at verses 57 and 58 there in 1 Corinthians 15. And it says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. So what I want you to understand there is that we need to be steadfast. We need to be immovable. We need to be always abounding in the work of the Lord. Whatever that is, whatever assignment God has given you, we need to be abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing, listen, paying attention, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. You know, what, what you are doing for God is very well noticed in the heavenlies. Hallelujah. So we need to be steadfast. Hallelujah. Now, many people today are wondering 
if we've entered in the time of the tribulation. And uh, we, I'm here to tell you we have not entered into the time of the tribulation. Remember, the tribulation is a seven-year period. Uh, if, you, if you open up Daniel and you read Daniel, Daniel coincides, flows very, very uh, evenly together with the book of Revelation. These are prophecies to take place uh, uh, regarding the tribulation, the future tribulation. What we are experiencing right now are birth pains or birth pangs. Jesus talks about this. The word of God talks about this. I'm here to tell you that a lot more needs to take place. A lot more needs to take place. This is just a precursor of things to come. What, what The things that have been happening now, the things that have happened in the future, uh, wars and rumors of wars, all of these things, these are all the beginning of birth pangs. These are precursors of things to come. Many skeptics scoff at the teachings on the rapture. They don't believe that something so incredibly supernatural can take place. Well, we never thought that something like a virus would shut down the entire world. Now, did we? We never thought in our wildest dreams that something like we are experiencing right now could have ever happened in our lifetime. And yet, here it is. The whole world has shut down. Businesses have closed down. People are without jobs. You can't even go out in the street without wearing gloves or a mask. And things as we've known before have changed. We never, ever thought that, ever in our wildest dreams. So don't think for one moment that something like the supernatural event of a rapture will ever take place because I'm telling you something right now. I don't know about you, but I believe this book. I believe these pages. I believe every single thing that is written here. I've highlighted it. I've studied it. I've taught on it. I've preached it. I believe it with all my heart. Things that have been predicted and prophesied in the past have come to pass. And so this is one that will come to pass. I'm telling you right now. But here's what I want you to know. Jesus is coming for the righteous saints. His bride. At a time that we don't expect. So we must be ready. We must be ready. We have to be on the alert. Amen. And live godly in Christ. Do not permit ourselves to be overthrown by temptation. I'm here to tell you right now that what the enemy wants is to tempt us in any way, shape, or form. To get us off track. To get us off our focus on the Lord. And on his promises for us. To deviate us from God's plan and purposes for our lives. So that's why we must be on the alert. We must be on the alert for his return. We must be watchful. We must be praying. We must live daily in a spirit of readiness to meet our Savior. Readiness to 
hear when the bridegroom comes, to hear that last trumpet sound, to have our spiritual ears open to hear the spirit of the living God speak to us and tell us things that the Lord wants to reveal to us. Will he find us worthy to escape wrath and to stand before his presence? I pray that we will be counted worthy to escape wrath and be found before his presence. Now, Paul, lastly, admonishes us in 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 24. And it says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. What I want you to notice about pray without ceasing is you might be there saying, I can't be in prayer 24-7. But you know what? We can be in a spirit of prayer constantly with the Lord. Constantly. And that doesn't mean that you have to be enclosed in a room praying for 24-7. But it does say pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. Even in whatever it is that you're going through, give thanks. There's a lot to be thankful for. It says, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. But examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blemish at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you and he also brings it, will bring it to pass. I want to encourage you today. Be completely preserved without spot or wrinkle or blemish. Live a sanctified, holy life for God. Walk righteously before him. Pray. Seek his face. Pray without ceasing. Study the word of God. Read the scriptures. Do not miss an opportunity to be in church. Do not miss an opportunity when the doors are open in church to come in. Barge in. Be the first one there. Get on fire for Jesus. Because I have news for you. If you are lukewarm today, the Holy Spirit, the Lord says, the Lord says himself in Revelation that if you are lukewarm, he will spit you out of his mouth. He wants us to be passionate for him. He wants us to be on fire for him. If you're passionate about anything, be passionate about the Lord Jesus Christ. Because I'm telling you today, he's coming back. He's coming back. Those of you that are watching on Facebook, he's coming back. Those of you that are watching on YouTube and on Instagram, he's coming back. Make no mistake. He's coming back for his bride. Can we pray today? I want you, those of you that just started tuning in a few moments ago and you heard part of this message 
if you are there today and you're watching this pastor from Word of Faith Global Ministries in Miami Springs, Florida, and you know that you know that you're not right with God, you know deep in your heart that if something were to happen to you today and you would be no longer on this earth, that you're not sure if you would stand before the presence of God. You don't know where you're going. Maybe you're there at home and you say, you know what, I never thought of that. I don't know where I'd be going. If you're unsure today, how about we make sure? How about we say a prayer? Yeah, it's as simple as a prayer. You want to know why? Because God hears your prayers. When you pray, strictly believing God, when you pray wholeheartedly asking him to be your Lord and Savior, he listens and he answers. So right there where you're at, would you just say, Lord Jesus, I ask you in my heart, oh God, I ask you to forgive me of my sin, of my past. Wash me white as snow. Cleanse me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I receive your son Jesus right now as my Lord and Savior. And I will live for you all the days of my life. And Holy Spirit, I ask you to teach me the word of God. Teach me to pray, Holy Spirit. You know, he will. And I will live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty and precious name. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or maybe you rededicated your life to Jesus right now, we want to know. We want to hear from you. We've heard from so many others already. Just send us a a private message and we'd love to pray for you and get some information out to you so that you know what the next steps are in, in your walk with Christ. Praise the Lord. And so we thank you for tuning in tonight. I'm going to ask pastor to come and close us off uh, this evening. I just want to thank everyone for listening to this message. Uh, I realized that it was a lot of scripture and I tried to be as, as uh, thorough as possible. And I hope that you all understood the message and that you received. Uh, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. It was powerful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the things that I wanted to, to share, uh, I think that it's extremely important to understand, is the um, the importance of this message, the importance of the study, this word, in reference to the uh, rapture. You spoke in reference to uh, hurricanes in South Florida, how we prepare for uh, hurricanes and uh, how the newscasters tell us how the hurricane is doing and when it's coming and people prepare. And one of the things that people do right now, especially this time in South Florida, is revise their uh, insurance policy right. to see how their insurance policy is, just in case a hurricane comes, to see what coverage they have. Well, you know what? This is more, this is beyond an insurance policy. This is an eternal policy. Hallelujah. And it's important to know where we're going when we die. Yeah. And it's important to know, am I ready for when Jesus comes to take away the church, the church that's alive? Mm. Hallelujah. Are we ready for that? Yeah. Do we really understand it? I mean, this is this is something serious that we need to take that we need to keep in mind. I mean, we again, we think about the, the insurance policies and do I have this in place? Do I have that in place? The most important thing that you need to have in your life 
is the assurance that you know that you know that you know Amen. that you have a relationship with our Savior. Amen. That's good. Right. Amen. Yeah. That you have a relationship with Jesus Christ and that you know, especially at a time like this, that you know if anything happens, where is it that you're going? Exactly. Where is it that you're going to end exactly. up? Exactly. Amen. Are we ready for that rapture? Are we ready for that day? When Jesus steps foot in Jerusalem, mm. hallelujah, on second coming. hallelujah on that second coming. Mm. Are you, I opened up with Psalms 37 and on verse number seven, it says, be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Mm -hmm. Are you waiting expectantly for him? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, spirit of expectation. It's that spirit that we need to have on a daily basis. Now, on the other hand is, um, do, do, do we just ponder on that or... No, listen, we, we got to make sure that we understand that part. But we also have to understand that there's a lot of work for us to do. Yeah. While we're still here, there's a lot of work that we got to do. Yeah. It's not a time to kick back. It's not a time to uh, rest and say, well, you know what? If the rapture comes, I'm leaving. No, 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 no. There's a lot of people out there that need to know and understand this word. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uh, preaching that we need to do. There's a lot of testifying that we need to yeah, do. So, so it's not a time to sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this one more time. I believe that in this time, this season that we're living in, what's happening right now, the Lord has given us a window of opportunity. Mm -hmm. And it's a window of opportunity to understand uh, these things, these, these promises that are in the word of God. Amen. Because his return is near. Yes. yes. But at the same time, there's a lot of work that we need to do. There's still a lot of people out there that needs to hear the gospel. Amen. The uncompromised word of God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Not sugar-coated, but straight as it says it in the word of God. That's right. The promises of God. Amen. I pray to God that this word has uh, encouraged you this evening. And I told you that you were going to write a lot of notes. And I know that there will be most probably a part two to it. And uh, we will let you know Amen. to the glory of God. But please yeah. send us a message. Yeah. Send us a message. Let us know if this uh, if this word really uh, uh, touched you and that you learned and that you want to hear a lot more. And we will be more than happy to send you more information. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we want to pray for you tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. Lord, uh, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, Father, we bless every person that has watched us and listened to us uh, tonight, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, that they had a divine appointment with us tonight, Lord Jesus. And your spirit has touched them, Lord. Father, I pray a blessing upon them right now. And I declare that the windows of heaven are open before them, Lord. We pray a blessing over their family, their finances, their business, their health in Jesus' holy name. And we declare that we are the head and not the tail. We bless you in the holy name of Jesus. God bless you. And we will be together with you again on Sunday, so be expected and continue to pray and continue to learn more about Jesus. We love you. In Jesus' holy name, amen.